What's up, guys, and welcome to the Invincible Podcast. This is a show where friends gather and talk all things Invincible, which is a comic book and animated series created by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I'm your host, TJ, and joining me, as always, are our co-hosts. It's Bill. Oh, hey, guys. It's Ryan. Hello, everybody. And it's Wyatt Lane. Hey, everybody. Some crazy <laughs> game show we're playing? What's happening? DJ's in his family feud voice right now. I do I like feel it. like I, I've always thought that when Ryan does the intro, he always like puts like a little emphasis on the R of, of Ryan Otley. So Ryan I kind of like, Maybe he always says like Ryan Otley. I will tell you why. Like game show, and then I just kind of went with it. I will tell you why. You know? Anytime I place an order, uh, over the phone for food or pizza or whatever it is, you know. Oh, okay. And what? What can you can you give me a name? Yeah, Brian. Okay, Brian. Everywhere I go, they fill it in as Brian. So <laughs> name? Yeah, um, Ryan. It's <laughs> just Ryan. it's just <laughs> enough. It's just enough to where it doesn't will... seem like you're being yeah funny. It's, it sounds almost normal. <laughs> I gotta say, you doing the intro, saying Robert Kirkman's name, I almost like said it myself i was like and lorenzo de felici because i yeah, feel like you same. always say mm-hmm. lorenzo de yeah Felici's right name. I, I have to get myself out of that mindset but uh which is ironic yeah. but yeah we're here and uh wyatt how how have you dealt with all of the fame over the past month since we've announced you as our fourth chair i was gonna say it's been so nice like i obviously you know i've i listened to the show for years now before joining it officially so i was a little nervous about you know i don't want people to be disappointed that the you know dynamic you guys have built is thrown off but i've i've literally seen no negative comments whatsoever and just a ton of outpouring of People excited that I'm part of the show. Even got the little response from the Invincible Twitter account. Oh, they got shout out. That was the art gif of "Let's get to work, kid." Like I told Nicole yesterday, I was like, every now and then I think about how that happened. It just makes me feel good. Again. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me feel good. That's awesome. Bill, you got your uh, your cast off finally. Yeah, Have I'm I'm, I'm, I'm walking, so mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm able to walk comfortably. I'd say um, mm-hmm. there's still pain. I can't run or jog or anything like that. I did one wheel a little bit, but I shouldn't have. So okay. we'll just leave it at that. All right. You'll be fine for San Diego, though. Oh, yeah, I'm no. fine. I'm fine now to walk around. So San Diego Great. will be good. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah. Can't believe it's like um, a month away, guys. That's so crazy. It oh, is. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, if you want to be a part of the conversation, you can uh, uh, email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website at theinvinciblepodcast.com. You can follow us on, we're on TikTok, TikTok now. That's right. Follow us over there. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. Um, and most of all, make sure you hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page because we're doing more content. Uh, and it's going to be a little bit more sporadic. So if you if you hit the, the subscribe button, you'll get notifications when our videos drop and we'll all be happy. This isn't This isn't the first Friday of the month. It's not. It's not. So wait. Which is when we normally. What? See, if you didn't hit the subscribe button, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're finding this out probably after the fact. You didn't get it and you're you're behind the. It might now, be so. the first Friday of the month for some people listening because they didn't <laughs> yeah, get by. We they didn't subscribe. That's true. This has That's been right. out already. No, we decided I'll to give you an ex- this one a bit uh, a bit early because like we, TJ was just saying, like we with part of this kind of reboot of uh, in a sense, we're not you know we're trying to be less beholden to releasing one episode a month on the first friday of every month if an episode 
is right, if the timing's right, if there's something that we want to talk about and we want to talk about it sooner than waiting for a month in some cases, we're going to talk about it. And mm -hmm. that's what this is. Yeah, um, I don't I don't yeah. believe that that is a word, Ryan. I think that's one of those words that you just made up. Um, Which one? Behold, beholden? Behold beholden? That's, no, that's, that's a, definitely that's a word. A ah, that's definitely a word. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Just because you're a fucking teacher. I'll Google grade, it for you right now. Your second grade students don't use that word. I'm sorry. <laughs> they don't use a lot of words, but, you know, it doesn't mean they're not words. They don't use a lot of words. Uh, speaking of videos that we drop, Bill, you want to talk about the video we released last week? Yeah, so it is finally time. It's out there. The hot ones that we did. Um, it's... It's uh, compared to our regular episodes, it's short and sweet. I'd say it's like just under an hour, um, but it's a good one. So, you know, if, if you guys have watched uh, Hot Ones before, it really gets interesting around the fifth wing and on. Um, so, you know, it's 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 the, the you know, depending on uh, if you just want to get to the crazy, you can fast forward to the fifth wing or not. But but it, it was no. fun. So no, I will say, good, I will but... say basically what it is, is we, Bill and I eat 10 wings and it gets hotter and hotter as it goes. Mm -hmm. And then we have different conversation topics that Ryan and Wyatt uh, made up for us. Um, and Ryan did a great job at editing it. And so I would definitely recommend you can listen to it in the, in the background. Um, but I would definitely recommend trying to watch, watch it, it because uh, you got to watch it because um, the, the editing is a, a, a big piece of it. Um, so I yeah, had, I had it, out. it was a struggle. I had way more fun, I could say, editing this video than being there in person watching you guys. Because that kind of thing, yeah. like mm -hmm. people struggling and like things hot, it stresses me out just watching. Because I, I mean, I <laughs> spoilers didn't partake. Um, mm -hmm. But man, I had you know, I had a lot of fun editing this video, man. I had yeah. I made my myself laugh so many times. Yeah. Um, Between what know. you guys filmed and the edit that you put together, it is one of the funniest videos on the channel, I think. Like, yeah. I it, got to see it as you were, like, working on it and everything, and I put it up and had Nicole watching it with me, too, and she was, like, hysterically laughing through the whole thing. <laughs> it was I'm it, really fantastic. glad. Yeah. Because when you're in it and you're recording it, I'm like, is this good? Yeah. Is this even worth the struggle and the pain that we're going through? But it, it came out. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm really happy with how it came out. I think it was really funny. And I, I have PTSD. I have a friend. I have a friend that um, watches pretty much everything. Like he's subscribed to our videos because he likes Invincible and, and our podcast. And he, Ryan, was like. That was super funny, and the editing was insane. Like, was so good. And this is somebody who doesn't say the word editing or anything like that. So the fact yeah. that like someone who doesn't really talk about it noticed it, it's it's really great. So treat yourself. Watch this one. Don't listen to it. Like, it's it's yeah. worth it. If we didn't yeah. talk ourselves up enough. Go check it out. <laughs> yeah, no, we can't. It's, be, it's impossible. It's hopefully, good. you know, like we've been talking about ever since. I mean, even Wyatt coming and hanging out with us in person, we've been trying to do more of these kind of videos, more fun stuff. Um, you know, not you know, not just the uh, you know the the episodes where we're talking about invincible related news or things like that. We want to have a little bit you know more fun, talk about other things uh, a bit, and do some more fun videos. So hopefully, there'll be more of that coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are more coming, and we'll, we'll we can uh, talk about that later. Uh, but for now, we are we did mention that uh, San Diego Comic Con is coming up. We're all going to be there. 
Um, and if you guys are going to be there, then please reach out to us. We would love to meet up so, with some uh, with some listeners and and get to hang out and meet you guys too. So uh, definitely reach out to us to all the places that I mentioned before: email, mm-hmm. you know, Twitter, all that stuff. So yeah, indeed. All right. Um, do you want to get to some emails? Maybe we do have one email that will we have we got a couple emails this time uh and we'll we'll be doing uh, a couple throughout the episode um a couple after we go over our main topic which is void rivals but we'll get to that uh and then we got one at the end too but we'll start off with this one um Caden Hall writes in and he wants to know he says um for the whole cast what are each of your top 3 songs from the animated series Oh, and then he signs it Casey. So excuse me. His name is Casey. Well, I did this over on our Twitter channel. Twitter channel? I was going to say YouTube channel, but no, over on our Twitter account um, about a month ago or so, I just was like really into the listening to the uh, soundtrack again. I'm like, I'm going to make a top five. So I made my top five, put it out there on uh, as a thread on Twitter um, with like a little info about each one and why I liked them. So I had this ready to go. So I, I, I can kick it off. Going from three to one, number three, Rocket Fuel. Love that moment yeah. of them, you know, mm-hmm. pumping up. It's such a feel-good jam. And seeing that training scene and seeing them all use their different mm-hmm. powers, that's such a feel-good moment. Uh, two, Make Way for the King, because it's such a badass moment. The way it comes back both times, the double meaning that it has. It's such a cool moment and a great use of music. And then one that I don't think is probably anybody's top three. I love the song Many Mistakes. I love the way that that is used in that scene. It is. The, the, is that the one? Is that the one where Amber and him at college? Yep. And then you that see was, that was going to be my one of my top. Dude, three. it is mm-hmm. so good. It's the one that like hits you most like any other like, yeah. you know, HBO drama or something like that where the music really hits or even like a CW drama, like any of those mm-hmm. ones where it's like, oh, this music is like perfect for this moment and just the way it ends with saying like you know you believed in the good but i fucked up and then the door shuts and it's you know omni man it's nolan debbie and then she like reveals to him that she knows a huge shift from the comics and it's this crazy moment where she like throws the bottle at him and she like walks upstairs and it's like he punches the wall it's like oh god such a gut punch for that uh yeah that that musical cue at the end of that episode yeah those are my top three Hmm. I'll go I'll go next because I uh share two of yours. So the the um is it Return of the King? Is that Make what it way is? Make way for the king. Make, Make way, way for, for the, the king. king. Yeah. So that one was so awesome. I remember we we like talked about that on Twitter and yep. the artist actually like liked it or said something about mm-hmm. it. Um and then I'm such a huge fan of Cage the Elephant. Oh, um man. so like that first and I feel like that's like one of the first songs, like when you hear a, a band that you love in a show like Invincible that you love, like that just hits so, so hard. And then obviously that one that you were just talking about with Amber and stuff like that. So those would be my top three. Yeah. I'm just going to sneak in because right there, it's like you guys already mentioned all my, my top three. It is Rocket Fuel. It's Make Great Way for the King. And then my number one is Broken Boy. It's such mm-hmm. a, it, and Bill, like you said, it, we've we've been a fan of Cage of the, the Elephant before that and to have cage the elephant a band that we already like in such a pivotal moment like a great moment like he's in the costume he's flying around it's such a great scene mm-hmm. um i i will play that what just to like get in a good mood like in my yeah. car or something it's just so good yeah 
those are my top three for sure. I'm going to have a boring answer because I have similar ones to you guys that, yeah, it's Rocket Fuel and Make Way for the King. I don't know how I would rank them necessarily because mm-hmm. I feel like it changes oh, anytime yeah. I listen to the soundtrack. But Rocket Fuel and Make Way for the King, it's impossible for me to put on Rocket Fuel and not do the ladies and gentlemen, ladies, ladies and, and gentlemen. And gentlemen. <laughs> like, it's impossible for me to not yeah. sing along with that and then just instantly yeah. be in a great mood. And yeah, yep. Make Way for the King, same thing. I'll throw out Tom Tom also, the Flaxen oh, song yeah. for whenever they awesome. show up. Just because I remember watching that episode the first time and not being sure if it was like a needle drop they were doing or if that was just the sound the Flaxens were making. Yeah. It's like a very simple beat with just this like bass note playing at the beginning of it. And the way they kept bringing it back whenever they would come back was awesome. It was so cool. Yeah. I love yep. that song. I gotta, I gotta do a shout out too to when uh, Rex Blode was on the roof with um yeah Eve and the fireworks were going that song i don't have it in front of that's me but not that the, song is awesome too no that's not the k-flay song but the k-flay song is also really good with adam eve later and oh then the gosh, lighthouse lighthouse and the whaler or whatever it is that just gonna are infinite. Them all. yeah no just all of them so good. all of them yeah but those are our all tops the ones that we didn't even talk there. about run the jewels which all oh of my god for the well that's the problem is that run the jewels it's oh no you're right there is that one no, they're all good, and they the, the way they yeah. work so seamlessly as a pairing with the Maulers is is just great. Just in general, it has that's season one has one of the best soundtracks for a show yeah, that yeah, I can remember. Like, oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so let's move into our main topic. Our main topic is Robert Kirkman has a new comic book out, which like we said on Twitter, like this is a rare occasion, right? Void Rivals comes out. It's a uh, shared universe comic. We didn't know anything about it, um, uh, about what the shared universe was. So uh, we'll start with, uh, we we came out, obviously we read it. So what were your guys' first impression? Wyatt, what was your first impression after reading it? I have been on such a journey with this comic and how excited <laughs> I have been. Like that's the only way I can describe this. it. Like when it's, when it was first announced, like I was blowing up our text thread. Cause I was so excited. I was so like freaking out about just Lorenzo and Kirkman are working together again. It's a sci-fi thing where they're orbiting around a black hole. I was just in from day one with this being announced. And then they started teasing more and more about the shared universe stuff. So, of course, we're speculating back and forth, wondering what we it got could the be. whiteboard and the, or the court board exactly. and all the strings. We were, we were doing Tally all day. that. And then as it got closer, you know, I think we started to circle around the idea of Transformers. There's been a lot of Transformers yeah. stuff going on. Fortnite crossover, all of that stuff just felt like this might be what it is. And so then my excitement kind of dipped just because I've never been a Transformers fan. Like that wasn't something that I watched as a kid. I don't really have any nostalgia tied to Transformers. So I was like, eh, is this going to be for me then? Am I going to enjoy this? Or is it going to be just, is is the kind of premise of this just secretly getting you into now it's a Transformers comic? So I was worried about that and my excitement kind of dipped a little bit, but I was obviously still you know looking forward to it coming out and reading it. And then even reading the issue the first time, I started to worry a little bit of like, 
because I had that idea that it's going to be part of a different universe, I was like, every time a new name was mentioned or a new species, I was like asking myself, is this an established character from that universe already? And I just don't know the reference and I should be like freaking out if I was a fan of this universe. So I was having a little bit of those feelings and it was actually not until kind of reading more of the interviews that Kirkman has done since then, which I'm sure I think we're talking about a little bit later, that I realized that even though it is tied to Transformers and it's in that universe, that it is still kind of what I was excited for at the beginning, that it is a original IP, you know, sci-fi story that he and Lorenzo are telling that happens to be in their corner of this universe. That's not Mm -hmm. even, especially at this beginning point, not really connected in any integral way at all like they don't even recognize the transformer that they come across right so it Mm -hmm. and and the fact that he's kind of in interviews said that they're going to be approaching these universes kind of from the ground up and that it seems like if you don't have any knowledge of the previous stories that have been told in previous characters that they'll be introduced in a way that like if you're a new reader you can still go along for the ride especially as they're presented in void rivals i'm sure like the other books that take place in the universe might be a little different but once I like once I kind of understood finally what, what the book is and how it is still this kind of original story that Kirkman is telling with Lorenzo, my excitement shot back up and I, I loved it and really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And and I think part of my excitement the whole time has just been that it looks gorgeous. Like it's yeah. so the aesthetic oh, of dude. the characters and the design of everything. I love the way that it has sort of like a retro sci-fi feel to it with main character wearing his like bomber jacket mm-hmm. over his space suit mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like it's, it's such a cool looking book and I like reading the issue and getting through seeing, seeing that the last page was not just like a teaser for the shared universe, but really a teaser about the story yeah. was yeah. super, super exciting. Yeah. We joked yeah. about, Oh yeah. It could just mm-hmm. end on the transformers logo and that's the end or yeah. it ends on yeah. Optimus. And yeah. that's the, or that's just the whole point and... of this issue, but that yeah, wasn't the case. Exactly. Yeah. Bill? Yeah, I um shared pretty much all of why it's like um like all, all of your ebbs and flows of like excitement and then kind of dipping back down. And even when it came out on Wednesday, I was like real nervous because I wanted to just love it for what it was. And honestly, guys, from the first page, it had me. Like I I don't think that there's been this that much levity in a Kirkman book from the get. Like with the hand and then it being like, Oh no. And then continuing <laughs> yes. to drag him the one uh, panel when he's just face yeah. down. With the like, hand so, him so it's just, it's, it's, um, what's his name? Handroid, right? Yes, Handroid. Right. And um, can, I, can we pause and talk about that for a second? That, that, that took me back to reading Rexplode for the first time or duplicate oh, yeah. like yeah. Android as a name yeah. just yeah. feels so like Kirkman. You know, yeah, Kirk, Kirkman. Yeah. Kirkman. Yeah. Sure. And, yeah. And, and I, so at that point I was like, all right, I'm I'm kind of sold regardless of what's going on here and what it's going to be. And we all knew what it was going to be um, just from like. We speculated. Yeah, exactly. You but, can't surprise anything anymore. It sucks. Yeah, it's, like, you I can't. mean, but I mean, so, so Some people like I, literally somebody, a friend of ours read it, not knowing like it happened. Yeah, true. It happened. Mm-hmm. We're just close true. to it. That's yeah, the thing. We're right. close to and it. I, I, I really, I love Lorenzo. Obviously it has Kirkman's spin on it and I don't, really care about transformers at all and i care even and this might get us some flack i don't know but i i care even less about gi joe um so the fact that like kirkman 
is actually making and Lorenzo are, are making this thing stand by itself within the universe. I love it. I think that it's great. I think yeah. I'm really excited for Skybound. I think that it's a fucking fantastic um, like thing that they're starting here and, and this like whole universe that they're building and bringing in. Is, did I see that Darren Warren Johnson? It's literally Daniel, the last page. You turn Daniel it. Warren Johnson. Daniel Warren jo- yeah. Or, yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's am, am, am I remembering who that is correctly? It should be. I mean, you tell us. Who 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 he's, is he? What is he? What has he done? That's that. That's <laughs> uh, Murder Falcon. Okay. He okay, did, okay. Okay. Um, he did the uh, extremity. His uh, beta ray what's bill. The, right. 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 Wonder right. Woman. Um, Wonder Death, Woman. Dead. Not, dead Earth. Or... Dead Earth. So yeah. Bill, as a Batman fan, you got to read uh, Wonder Woman. Dead Earth. Yeah. It was incredible. So I thought dead it was Earth. great. I thought that I'm really excited to see what the whole. Like, I loved all the little bits of lore that they, like, oh, you can't take your helmet off in front of me. Oh, I, I can't even hear that Handroid speak. Like, it's it's sacrilegious to have yeah. you allow me to hear it. Like, mm. I loved all of that stuff and all those little seeds. Um, so, yeah, that's where that's where I'm at. Ryan? Um, again, similar path that you guys took with the speculation. We all kind of assumed and were prepared for it to be a Transformers thing. So, like Wyatt, I'm reading this thing and, like, I feel like I was half reading it. I feel like I was like, like I would finish a page and be like, what did I just read? Like I'd have to kind of, because I'm like looking for stuff. I'm looking for, is this it? Is this it? Do I know who these are? Is this the big reveal? Like, is that alien race a race in Transformers? Like, so I don't feel like I fully enjoyed it enough the first time I read it because I, it was just too in my head. Um, But uh, um I will say what Bill shouted out with those first few pages. I think of the four of us, I think I'm the only one that read the preview and I normally do not like reading previews. You did also. So I read those few pages, Bill, those first few, three pages or so. So I was like, I love this. Like the the art is amazing. The 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 humor is amazing. I love the the handroid thing. I love him dragging him. I saw all that already. So I was like, I'm in, in this world. I'm Mm -hmm. in with the humor. I'm in with the art. Um, so I was looking for that other thing and then waiting for that, you know, to, to happen. And then after I finished it, you know, okay, so there's the moment where it, 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 you see the transformer and like, you know, I think you guys, I didn't really grow up with transformers. I, my brother did. Um, so I was always adjacent, you know, I was always, I knew he liked him, but I was too little for him. Um, but then Beast Wars was my thing because I was the right age for Beast Wars. Fucking Beast Wars, bro. And so I never had that attachment to the original Transformers. And then, of course, the Michael Bay movies and all that kind of stuff kind of soured them. So I didn't have much attachment to it. It was cool seeing that show up and then it just leaves. And then it's the, the issue and the story plays out. And it was like, oh, oh, OK, this is the story. This is the story. And then, like you're saying, Wyatt, the interviews talking about what this means for the rest. And we'll, we'll talk more about that in a minute. But overall, uh, really impressed, of course, with the artwork. I thought they did. You know, they all killed it. Um, I think the the introduction is, you know, a little it's not simple, but it is. It's, you know, two yeah. opposing races or fi- uh, forces crash land and they square off. They have to work together. It's it's you know, we've seen that kind of thing before. But mm-hmm. it's the premise is that like this is just the introduction. This isn't the whole story. It's not like this was yeah. all of it. That's just the meat. Uh, and then, you know, have you guys ever seen the movie Enemy Mine? That's what this is. Yeah, that's what I was Have saying. you seen it? I haven't With, seen it, but I know it. It's, it's... It, oh, it's so fucking good, man. Yeah. It's like, it's an 80s sci-fi movie with Dennis Quaid. Yeah. 
and where he same same exact fucking premise 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 <laughs> wow um but i i love it i love that dynamic i love like build i yeah. hope they're stuck on that planet for a lot longer or that asteroid whatever it is um yeah tj what yeah. did what was what was your uh what's your take on it just like um yeah so again same thing where we were kind of speculating on 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 what it might be we saw a lot of uh theories online and um it was funny because like one thing we didn't mention was uh the friday before the issue dropped bill you went and saw the new transformers movie Mm -hmm. and you texted us and you guys and you were like you guys should go see it so Saturday, Ryan and I went and saw it. Do we want to put a then, spoiler warning for the new Transformers movie? N- no. Okay. But we saw the ending because I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. Uh, and Ryan and I both looked at each other like, could this be like related so to part the part of the fear? The, I would say Void ri- Rivals is that this was going to be tied into the movies. Mm. Yeah. Right. We still don't know. We still don't know. But I think. You know, there there are certain things that make it seem like it may be tied into the movies as well. So when when after we saw that, Ryan and I were like, and Bill, you know, all, all four of us were like, is it is it you know related or is it or is it not related? Mm-hmm. So going into Void Rivals and the, I mean, it was very difficult to avoid it online, but I think ultimately we did. Um, but we very high speculation that that it was going to be related uh, to at least Transformers. Um, so yeah, but going through obviously like we talk at length about how much we love Lorenzo De Felici and um you know not just Oblivion song but Chroma Chroma, you know, and we did Chroma Cast, we did a Oblivion song podcast. So we've we've talked we've all we do is rave about about his art. And then seeing it again um here and back with Robert Kirkman was incredible. The dialogue, like Kirkman does dialogue so well and it was just just the way they talk back and forth to each other i can't you can't put a finger on why it's why it feels like kirkman Mm -hmm. but it just does um so going through it i i loved it i loved um how like it was funny and how you get um you see the transformer and like you guys said then he goes away and then the story just continues um like you guys i i've never really had anything against transformers like I, I i was never super into it but i i loved the first transformers movie i didn't care for the the rest of the the transformers movies um the michael bay ones anyways um but and and i've never i will say different for uh gi joe i have never been into gi joe i've never watched anything gi joe literally nothing nothing i, I watched mm-hmm. like the movie which was okay um so but seeing like the Daniel Warren Johnson cover yeah, and knowing that Kirkman is writing void rivals with Lorenzo De Felici, I am honestly way more interested than I thought I was going to be. Like mm-hmm. if it is transformers yeah. and GI Joe, I'm probably not going to really be into it. I am though. Like I'm actually very interested yeah. uh, in, in going forward. I'm definitely going to read uh, Transformers with Daniel Warren Johnson. I'm going to continue to read uh, Void Rivals with Kirkman and uh, and Lorenzo. Um, Duke number one and uh, Cobra Tom Commander Riley? number one with uh, with Tom Riley, which is awesome. And also Joshua Williamson, who did yeah. like uh, Brightburn. There's a bunch Brightburn? of DC stuff too, right? Uh, or Birthright, I think he did. Mm. Um, Nailbiter, uh, things like that. So. 
Um, I, I don't know if I'll read those. I'll probably read the first issues and give them a shot. Yeah. Um, but definitely Transformers, definitely Void Rivals. I'm all in on those. So that's kind of where I'm sitting. A big thing about this too is like, you know, it's safe to say Robert Kirkman is one of our favorite writers, if not our favorite writer. And this is, you know, one of our favorite writers getting to play in the toy box of toys that he has grown up loving. Like this, yeah. he's is always like, been very vocal about how oh, much yeah. he loves. He's been talking about Transformers mm-hmm. forever. So like, yeah, and 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 a real fan for him. That's something that he says in the back of this and everything like that. Like, getting to see like that level of like, you know, opportunity like is going to be so exciting to see what he does with it. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah. you guys love Invincible. Make a podcast. Talk about it. Do shows. Goof off. Like he's going to yeah. do. He's he's got the toy box to play with whatever he wants. Um, and so what does this mean? What does this mean for the future? Like, where does this story take place? A bit, the biggest question that I had at the end of this was like, and I guess even at the beginning, if we were assuming it was Transformers was, is this a new universe? Is this tied to the movies? Is it tied? Do I have to know Transformers? Like, is this a reboot in a sense? Like what, where does this fit in? And throughout all the, um, interviews and stuff like that, what have you guys gathered? Cause I, think it's entirely standalone universe right except that's, for one thing that's what i'm gathering is that it seems like it, at least in the interview i should pull up that interview and look at exactly what the quote was but he talks about how like they're going to introduce these characters from the ground up that like even the gi joes are not going to be called gi joes when you first meet them that you're going to see like the formation of that and it's almost like in response to the fact that Transformers exist in this world. So it definitely seems like it is like a rebooted universe from what I can tell. But yeah, like, like you mentioned, there's a GI Joe run, right? That is still at 300, which is going to continue, which I didn't find anything with the same writer and arts or whatever. And and that's incredible that they're allowed to, you know, they're letting them continue that series. But I think that means that one is going to be out of Canon, but that's just, I'll just, just a guess. I'll just, I'll just read uh, from from one of the interviews. Which one right do you here. have? Because I have one that brings this up. Uh, the the AIPT, AIPT one. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. I got. So it, the question is uh, is just to be clear: Are the GI Joe and Transformers interacting in the universe at all? Or and Kirkman says, "Oh yeah, definitely in some really cool and exciting ways." Uh, we're really going to do this in a different way than things have been done before. Uh, I know these characters have interacted a lot in the past, but we're trying to do an organic rollout where the existence of Transformers on Earth kind of leads to the formation of G.I. Joe in some interesting ways and kind of uh, trying them together, or I'm sorry, tying them together and hopefully in a new and startling way that uh, is exciting uh, long, long time. That excites longtime fans and brings in uh, new time fans. Yeah. So that's in regards to G.I. Joe and Transformers crossing over. So there will be crossover from those comics. The other one. But also it says that like the G.I. Joe are not formed yet and they're going to give them like the origin story in this, which I think is cool. So earlier in the AIPT one, they talk about it. I think this one also brings it up. Um, He says, I thought doing a ground zero like square one, like a retelling of the origins of these characters, the Energon universe is very much like a new beginning for these characters. It's kind of like new origins. It's retelling of familiar origins in a lot of ways. It's akin to kind of like the ultimate universe from Marvel. So all of these characters will be familiar, but there'll be some 
kind of new angles to them. We wanted to give audiences a new starting point for these characters, a big reboot of these franchises in comic book form. The Energon universe is really a cool exploration that I'm overseeing with Daniel Warren Johnson and and John Williams, Josh Williamson. Um, there's also going to be some other stuff going on as far as the Void Rivals aspect of it. Um, but yeah, that's so. Yes, that. Yeah, that's. I have. I have fear, a question. Right? I have a question yeah. that that it confuses me with like how time when these things take place are going to like. So. What's what's the Transformers name? Jet Jetfire, Jetfire, Jetfire. Jetfire. Yeah. So he says, "My word, I'm detecting significant uh, microscopic fungal growth in an at- atmosphere almost devoid of moisture. And what is that? Wind erosion. But that would mean I've been stranded here for millions of. Yeah, I have so, to get home. That's awesome. So that was that really cool. Mean that Void Rivals potentially takes place in the future, and like GI Joe is going to, or are Transformers just that old? Like. They've yeah. been around for millions and millions of years. Like I think it could go. Am I just looking way. into it too far? I would assume. Like... I would assume that it's that just Transformers can live a very long time since they're machines. Because mm-hmm. I, I doubt that the GI Joe stuff will be on a like sci-fi Earth. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it'll probably be a more modern day Earth. I would assume just mm-hmm. based on what GI Joe has been in the past, but. It could be it could be different time periods too. Like yeah. Void Rivals Void Rivals could be taking place like Void Rivals could be they could be past G.I. Joe's or something crazy like that. You know what I mean? I think that they could play with so or I'm just making up crazy shit. I don't know. So uh Wyatt, you and I both watched the Transformers the movie. The Transformers yeah. the movie from nineteen eighty six uh for the first time <laughs> last night. TJ and Bill, you guys haven't seen this yet, have you? Never, ever okay. have I ever. Yeah. Just a, a quick interstition, just quick thoughts. What did you think of it? It? So, like, I, I watched it because Kirkman mentions it, right, in the letters uh-huh. at the end and how that, like, changed him. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm on vacation right now. I'll, I've got nothing better to do. <laughs> let's, let's throw on a, you know, 80s cartoon that I've never seen. I'll have a good time. I had a great time watching it. Am I going to say it's, like, this great movie? I don't know that I would say that. It feels a little more like a bunch of music videos because yes. the music is just yes. nonstop, whether that is really great, like 80s, like rock needle drops yes. or just like the coolest like synth score that I've ever heard. Like as somebody who makes synth covers of music, I feel like I've done a disservice to myself not watching this at some <laughs> point in my childhood already because like legitimately the soundtrack I thought was fantastic. And I was having a great time watching it just for that. Like I told Nicole Mm -hmm. after I watched it, I was like, I don't know that I'm going to watch this movie again and sit down. But if I were ever trying to throw like an eighties themed party, I would put this on every screen at the background. Yeah. Cause it's just like, (laughs) it just feels like it's dripping eighties and that vibe. And so like, I can put myself in the shoes of a kid that was watching transformers on TV and then got to see this movie and how it would blow your mind. Absolutely. There are some cool, some cool story moments. It's so much. And so many things happening that it wasn't like I wasn't locked in on the characters and having like emotional moments watching it, but I can definitely see what it would have been like being a kid watching that in 86. And, and I had a great time watching it just for the kind of eighties aesthetic of it. Yeah. I echo a lot of that. And Bill and TJ, we should do a night where you guys come over and, and, and watch it. I I, I would do it. It's short too. It's it's like an hour and 20 minutes or something. And it's like, it it is something that I feel like you should, you should see. 
Is it called? Is it really called the Transformers the movie? Yes. No, it's yes. not. Yes. Well, so it's, that's, well, it's that's because why. it's called the Transformers. Like it's the Transformers, yeah. the movie. Yeah, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you'll be yeah. if we're since we're in the main topic. Yeah. You saw the little intro yeah. that we played going into this. That's why I called it Void Rivals the, the podcast, podcast because <laughs> like, it's very much that '80s style. It's, I just um, I, I have so, such a hard time. Go ahead, Ryan. Well, I was, what I was going to say was kind of connecting it to what we were saying was one thing I didn't know, and I actually listened to the uh, kind of funny in review for the, the 80s uh, Transformers. One thing I didn't know that made me appreciate it way more was the Transformers, the movie, takes place between seasons. I'm pretty sure it's two and three. It's either one and two or two and three, but I'm pretty sure it's between seasons two and three. Okay. Now, spoilers if you care, but you guys know what happens in that movie, right? Like the big yeah. thing that happens. Yeah, doesn't Optimus yeah, die? Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. They killed Optimus in the movie that takes place between seasons two and three. That's how you know what happens. So season three starts and it's all new people because the Transformers, the movie, takes place 60 years, and... 60 years later after season two. Yeah. So the little boy in the Transformers cartoon is now an adult that has his own kid. All the other, yeah. the, 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 the robots have like their own like civilization on earth. Like they throw this into the future and like keep telling the story. And like now it's all in space and all this, like they completely shifted what this show was and used the movie to tell that. And they're like, yep, we're mm. going to kill all your favorite characters. Introduce it would a bunch be like, of new ones. it would be like if before the next season of Invincible came out, they just put an Invincible movie out and Mark's got a kid already and he's out living in space doing a bunch of other adventures in, season, in the like, next season. The? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. 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 So the way they did it and the, the music, the, the, the voice cast, like it's, in, it's impressive for what it is. And it, it, yeah. it, it's dated. It is definitely dated, but it is something mm -hmm. that people should, should definitely check out. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a fun time. It was a fun time, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, so I'm, I don't, I just I just don't understand the obsession over Transformers like from a story standpoint. Like I, I I liked Beast Wars and Beast Machines. I watched all of those and I I was a kid and I loved the toys and I kind of liked the story how they like were stuck on it was an ancient earth, right? That they were stranded on. Doesn't that Ryan does that ring a bell? Yeah. Yeah, I think they so. landed on Earth and it was ancient and they had to stay in their beast forms because if they came out, even though it, like the I, energon was so I overwhelming, it, I think it ended up being a future Earth. They ended up finding Earth out that it was actually or... the future. Like there's a bunch of time travel. You stuff, did it. Which okay. is you blew it up. But that's, yeah. but that's the point I'm making. Like the fact that he comes out of the jet fighter comes out of this thing. It's been a million years. Yeah. feels yeah. very Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like everything that we're saying now is all like timey wimey like crazy you know space future mm -hmm. like all that kind of stuff i'm sure that you know that, that, that's part of it but i'm really really curious to see how you know where daniel uh warren johnson's comic comes into it yeah. you know what yeah. where this story takes place you know yeah. what the gi joe stuff involved is because like tj i'm much less interested in gi joe than i am transformers um yeah. but i i I have faith. I trust that, you know, they know what they're doing and they're going to have a lot of fun telling these stories. So we'll see. And so I, void rivals. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. No, no, go. Void rivals. You got, uh, Derek, you got Solila, you have Eric. the, a, uh, the Pandorians oh, and yeah. the Zertonians are the Agorians and the Zertonians 
a new thing? Is that a Kirkman thing or is that something? Have you guys looked this as up? As far as I, I know, this is entirely new. This is entirely Kirkman. Yes. This is something I love brand that. new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Yes. That was so, that was my concern too. And I did try to Google them and anything I found, I didn't find anything Transformers related to those races good. or like this, the, these characters. And um, that was even like, one of the things that got me excited was in one of the interviews, Kirkman said that like, he likes to imagine that Void Rivals is like a third brand that Hasbro was making an animated series and action figures of alongside G.I. Joe and Transformers in the 80s. Like yeah, cool. that this is just another one that was existing. And that even like that gets me even more excited of like, yeah, mm-hmm. tell me this like retro sci-fi 80s type of story that could have been an 80s cartoon, but is now this comic. Like the thing I love pop- about that, too, is that we get to. We still even though it's like based in this universe, we still get an, an all new, completely original story from Kirkman. Why are the Agorians and the Zertonians um, rivals? Like, why are they fighting? And why, like, where, what's the backstory for one? And what's the backstory for the other? And it's like, like the, like all the civilizations and like how they came to be. And, and like, I, that's all story that we don't know when you can't just like Google it. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't just like find the backstory of, or like find yeah. an old episode of GI and Joe and then answer that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the things that we, that no one knows. I wonder if I mean, the Kirkman stuff, I wonder if void rivals is the thing that takes place in the future. Transformers takes place in the present and you see what happens that leads to them. That's being, what I, that's what I was saying. Joe like, takes place if- in the past. And at some point, the G.I. Joe story catches up to the present and they intersect with the Transformers. And at some point, the Transformers that are living in the present survive long enough to inter- mm-hmm. interact with the Void Rivals characters. And then like the maybe like just like hand- pops in. <laughs> like the Handroid is a like a Transformer, pretty much. You know what I mean? Like uh, like millions it's, it's, of years it's, in the it's future. It's the evolution of that, yes. And they've evolved into yes. whatever these races yeah. are. One's one is like um Decepticons, Decepticons. and one is like you know what I mean? And oh. they have like gem in there that's like maybe they're like a um part of the energy like or, or whatever. Yeah, they're they're like part machine, part organic kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well maybe that is. We'll see. But no, I'm 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 excited. I think it's fun. We're not gonna see anything else till you know, I mean we got more void rivals, of course, but uh the, yeah. the Transformers comics October. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's going to be awesome. Just anything yeah. with Daniel Warren Johnson. And oh, my gosh. As of recording today, I don't know if you guys saw, on Twitter, Skybound posted uh, some preview pages for issue two of Void Rivals. I Did didn't read them, excited. but I'm going to read them. I just, by by scrolling, I saw where they take place. Let me just say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which hmm. isn't much of a spoiler. It's not, you know, it's cool. Yeah. Also, on, on Twitter, uh, did you guys see that Lorenzo was doing an Ask, ask Anything? An AMA. Mm-hmm. AMA, mm-hmm. AMA oh, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. on. On June 21st, he'll be doing one. Um, will that be over by the time this episode is live? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yes, it will be. <laughs> ah, <laughs> so dang it. Um, but mm. I'm sure that AMA is still going to live somewhere, whether it's in text or in uh, video form. Yeah. So I'm sure you can go check that out. And we didn't say this at the top of the show, but we'll say it now. Um, anything can change, but we do plan on doing something with Lorenzo uh, soon. So again, hit that subscribe button on YouTube because we're going to be releasing something soon uh, with him. That's the plan anyways. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, and we'll keep you updated. Follow us on Twitter, and we'll we'll keep you updated there as well. So, really can't wait for that. Yeah. Really, really can't wait to that for that, and talk to Lorenzo about uh, you know, not only Void Rivals, but like the the ending of Chroma, Chroma. too, which we we got to follow yeah. up on. If you haven't read Chroma, definitely read that, um, because it was incredible. It was written by him and uh, the art by him. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, so we have some emails, um, some more emails to go through, uh, specifically related to um listeners who read void rivals um bill you have one from our friend scotty scotty cameron um reboot feedback hey guys great show i discovered your show when looking for good invincible podcasts Uh, i've been reading the comic and like it the comic was pretty sad and touching it is a nice send-off to omni-man uh, and shows how far he came since the beginning and originally being a villain. I hope to see that in the show. I think specifically he's talking about last issue where Wyatt talked about that yeah. very. Yeah, um, we didn't tell him, we didn't say at the top of the show, and I don't think we have so far. But we do talk spoilers for the comics throughout the entire Invincible right. run on this show. So abort yeah. now if you haven't read the comics. Oh, yeah, yep. good point. Um, I like the idea of Omni Man being a DLC character in Mortal Kombat because he fits right in, and he would be. The second image character in Mortal Kombat, Spawn, was the first one, right? I think so. Yeah, Spawn I was in Mortal Kombat. Yes, yeah. he was. He was in yep. 11. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. I would like to have him... Uh, let me see here. I would like t- for him to have the Superman uh, Joker heart rip punch from Injustice <laughs> to be one of his fatalities. Also, I would like the Superman design to be one of his alternate costumes. Oh, oh just make... Nolan Superman? It's spelled Supra. Supra. Yeah, Supra I think man. I think, oh, Supra I, think man. I want to say that's a, a Ryan Otley sketch where he kind of faked oh, it. It's kind of a mashup okay. of the two. Okay. That would be funny. We're not is it an fans. Otley sketch or is it a um Corey say, Walker? I don't remember. Honestly, I don't know. Okay. I could just be wrong right. entirely. Uh lastly, since this is a podcast about Robert Kirkman comics, I just want wanted <laughs> to say uh I'm looking forward to Void Rivals as a huge G.I. Joe and Transformers fan. I'm excited to see what Kirkman does with those franchises, especially since Invincible is quickly becoming one of my all-time favorite comics. Sincerely, Scotty. Thanks, Scotty. I got to say, I, I I mean, I know we've all kind of said we are coming at this as people who did not grow up as fans of either property. Yeah. I am really, really excited for people who are fans of G.I. Joe and yeah. Transformers and like oh, into man. this. Like, this has got to be like you know really really great like that's so cool so yeah. i'm really happy for everybody else that like and, grew up and honestly the fact that we got a couple of emails from people who are like who are excited and who were yeah. fans of transformers or gi joe like that at least and and the fact that kirkman's a fan of it obviously but that kind of reassures me that like yeah. i'm ready to be sold on on yeah. those properties you know mm-hmm. what i mean and the fact mm-hmm. that kirkman and and this team is getting to tell these stories from the ground up i feel like i'm could very easily be convinced to care about these characters in these franchises. So yeah, yeah I'm excited. Yeah, I think it says a lot about Kirkman too. Like before, even if you think about genres like Kung Fu, I never thought I would be reading a Kung Fu. Right. Movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Kirkman's spin That's on awesome. it. You're like, okay, I guess I like fucking Kung Fu shit now, you know? So yeah, yeah. hopefully I, I can join you as, as a GI Joe and transformer fan. Now that Kirkman has like, kind of has this umbrella building this universe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have one from Owen Saylor. He says, hello, members of the Invincible podcast, and also welcome new member Wyatt Lane. 
Uh, I'm going to keep this email simple and straightforward. First off, I loved Void Rivals. Uh, seeing Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo De Felici team up again for a brand new book alone had me excited. Uh, but that reveal with Jetfire, it was mind blowing. <laughs> but that brings, but that brings me to my questions. Number one, how long in advance have you guys known the twist? of issue one (laughs) since you have spoken with both robert and lorenzo before and i assume you're close so we'll answer that one first i wish i wish i I mean i will i will say that we are like best friends with robert kirkman (laughs) like like best friends we're not we're not no oh and i i I, I think i'd say we're friends though (laughs) yeah but uh we are we are not close enough to uh that he told us and i'm i'm kind of glad yeah you know yeah we haven't we, spoken we did, with Kirkman God, in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little while. Um, but yeah, we we honest to God, we we did not know. He did not tell us. Uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So um, we, yeah, and we just didn't know. We we predicted. We you know being this close to it, you know, we had seen a while ago that the the rights for the comics were up, and you know there were articles written theorizing, oh maybe it's this and stuff. So we kind of put the, those things together, and we you know Kirkman has said in the past that he'd always love to write a Transformers comic, and so it's one of those things yeah. where it's like. As soon as they start saying, oh, it's a known IP, like that it's a known universe, like it's a, all right, well, you kind of put those There's only together. so many it could be, yeah. Exactly, oh, yeah. exactly. And so we kind of like being as close as we are, we were looking for the answer in a way, um, yep. which, you know, it probably would have been cool if we hadn't, but that's just what we do. That's just how close we are to it. So we didn't know, but we assumed. Uh, question number two, which of the new books of the Ener- Energon universe are you most looking forward to reading? Much love. Owen Saylor. I'll say that for me, and I, I, I would assume you guys probably agree, but uh, for me, it's Void Rivals number one, Daniel Warren Johnson Transformers number two, and then the other two, like we'll see. I'm I'm gonna give them a shot. Um, well, there's only one that is. Oh no, there is two. The 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 yeah. There's Cobra um, Commander, right. and then there's uh, Duke. Duke. I would yeah. have um, little to no interest in those. I would give them a shot just because they're part of the universe and I want to see what right. story Robert Kirkman's mm-hmm. telling here, except for the fact that Tom Riley's doing Duke and I really love Tom Riley's art. So that is the yeah, thing that puts so me over the edge to, to being very excited for that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say that it's like, duh, like Void Rivals, you know what I mean? Just because it's it's a new, it's a new thing, you know, it's it doesn't really have any like, you know, preconceived things that we can kind of go off of. But I... Like the more we're talking about it, I'd say that I'm most interested in Transformers because I I I really do want to be won over by it. Yeah, I want I want to yeah. see what all the what all the love is for it because if there's that much, if if so many people are like, oh my fucking god, I love Transformers so much, then it's got to be something. And I just yeah, I, I I'm I'm pretty excited to give that a shot, and I'm not yeah. really excited at all about GI Joe. So what? Yeah, I would say pretty much the same. Obviously, Void Rivals is the most exciting. Um, Transformers being next just because Dan Warren Johnson. Like, um, But even with the G.I. Joe stuff, I kind of am in the same boat where I've, I feel less interested in that even than Transformers. But I also like, I, I feel again like it's just that I've never had any story in that universe or with those characters that made me you know, excited. I, I was thinking about this uh, earlier and thinking about how I used to feel about Captain America and how like before I started reading comics as an adult, really, I remember picking up 
uh, Civil War um, and being like, oh, it's a story with Iron Man and Captain America, like, you know, against each other. And this was, I think, right after the Iron Man movie had came out when I first like was really getting into comics as an adult and thinking to myself, like, well, there's no way I'm going to be like siding with Captain America on this issue because he's like Captain America. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think I had the same sort of mental image of that character as I do right now with G.I. Mm -hmm. Joe's, where it's just like yeah. Boy Scout military type of uh, IP. And because the stories that were told with that character were interesting and it was done in a way that was not what I was expecting and was creative. You know, I started to that became one of my favorite characters in the MCU and then in even other comics that I've read, too. So I'm, I'm hopeful that whatever the stories are that are going to be part of this universe, show me why my like preconceptions about G.I. Joe's are very surface level and not really seeing what mm -hmm. all of the people who care about that IP are excited about. Right. Something else that's really say, cool. Go ahead, TJ. No, God. I was going to say something else that's really cool is that like this isn't like hey, here's a new Spider-Man number one. Here's a relaunch of Spider-Man. Like, yeah. these are this is a IP that is ripe for a retelling and a, a modernization apart from, all right, so Michael Bay, you know, dug these into the ground, you know, you know, the, the, the new Fall of the Beasts, Rise of the Beasts or whatever had, had just come out and, you know, it's doing how it's doing. And like G.I. Joe has kind of had its shot. Like, nobody's really like, you know, sick of these titles, but they're just kind of like, all right, you know, they're, I think it's time. They're there. It's mm -hmm, time. Yeah. And so that's a, a great opportunity because I don't think you're going to get a lot of people that are like, oh, this isn't it. Or I'm so sick of, you know, seeing how many times we got to see Batman's parents die or like, you know, this mm -hmm. is like, this is a really good time to like retell these stories. And like, if you tell, tell like, or shake up their origin a little bit, then it's like, you know, it's it's time. It's okay to tell a different story. And I love how he calls it kind of like the ultimate universe types yeah. telling. Yeah, I, I'll I say too. Have a, like... I have a prediction really quick to throw out there that I want to get your guys' takes on as well. Because, you know, how many Transformers movies have there been now at this point? Or was this the seven. seventh one? Yeah. Seven. <clears throat> Assuming Void Rivals is successful, which I, it seems like it's going to be. It seems like they, you know, sold out of the first issue. Do you think we see Derek and Salila in live action before we see Mark Grayson in live action? <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> only uh, my old, and I'm only saying that because you you compared it to the Invincible movie, and that's the only reason why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I say no. So I I had that thought where I was like, I bet we're gonna see these characters in like a Transformers movie in a couple of years or something like that, just because you know Kirkman stuff is typically very successful. What I'm hoping mm -hmm. is that. Not hoping, but I don't think any of the Energon universe is going live action to moot theaters or anything like that. Yeah. I'm hoping it's a separate universe and they don't want to get it twisted up with those. But what I am yeah. hoping is the Energon universe goes to animated. Yep. That would and be I think cool. it will. I think that'd be really And cool. they like get awesome 80s ballads and stuff like that to play during it. Yeah. And they like really, oh but with like modern storytelling mm -hmm. and like the, 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 oh, that'd be really yeah. cool. Yes, please. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. I was just going back to what uh to like the Transformers comic too, and just going off of, you know, our love for Daniel Warren Johnson is, uh, he had um, uh, Murder Falcon, he had Extremity, which were great, and those were his own stories, uh, which were incredible. But I, no one's ever really been interested in Beta Ray Bill, and I, as a DC fan, have never really been interested in Wonder Woman. But reading those, like, did you he finish put Beta his Ray Bill? Own yeah, oh, 
he put his own he put his own spin on those characters and those like stories and it is very much his own like very unique storytelling um and to see what he's going to do with the transformers like i'm I'm it's also interesting that that, like in one of the articles or interviews or whatever it was that they're saying it's like robert kirkman and daniel warren johnson i think they're working both together very much in like the writing of this too it seems like it's a very teamwork and you know type thing which is really great very very cool so yeah We'll see. All right. One more. That is Void Rivals. We'll, I'm, we're going to be talking about it. We're going to continue to talk about it in the future. It might uh, become in some more capacity. of a segment on the show, yep. but we'll exactly. see. Yeah. But again, we'll you know we'll see how it, what happens. We can release yep. whatever we want. Yeah, we're do whatever we want. Whatever we want. Uh, let's go into our next segment, which is uh, the issue spotlight. So we don't know for those who missed the last episode, we, at the end of every episode, uh, we're going to start doing, or at the end of every main episode, I should say, uh, we're going to start doing a review of any, of a single issue. Uh, Three of us don't know what that issue is. And one of us is going to bring that issue up for discussion and then kind of go over it um, and highlight the key moments. And then we're just going to discuss. Yeah. So this week is uh, Ryan's turn. It's so me. Ryan, take it away. Oh we do gosh. not know what issue. That's right. This is kind of fun. This is cool. Like a little like. This is exciting. A little book club show and tell type thing. Um, so, yeah, we uh, man thinking about one issue to do. It's so hard to be like, all right, do not pick any of your favorite issues because I didn't want to just pick like one of the like five issues that I talk about all the time on this show. TJ, you yeah. can name exactly which five issues I would probably want to talk about. And it would be so easy and it'd be like, here we go. Da, 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 and then we move on. I didn't want to do that. So I immediately shut out and said, I'm not doing any of those. I wanted it to be because the whole point of this segment is I wanted to talk about these issues that we don't get to spend time on. So that was sure. my, my, my angle. So conquest, <laughs> but hear me out. Hear me out. You're gonna. Are you gonna go with second appearance? You're gonna go with second appearance. One are you? thing that we never really talk about is the aftermath. We always mm-hmm. talk about conquest. So mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about what happens afterwards. So issue fifty-five of Invincible is actually titled Conquest Epilogue. And it's the final issue Mm. of the Conquest arc. It's none Mm -hmm. of those moments that you're thinking of from Conquest. It's after the fact. So I want to talk a little bit about this one. The cover is awesome callback to issue eight, I believe it was, that Corey Walker did Mm -hmm. with the um, mark at the headstone with the tree behind him on the hill at the graveyard. Um, for this is a cool robot moment for Rex. You already know. So for Rex's funeral. <laughs> and so right down to like the branches and everything, Otley nailed this cover. And that was such a cool homage. Yeah. And like, if you were looking at solicitations, you're thinking this is Eve's death because you saw the bloody hand. You see Mark yeah. pissed off. Like this meant something and getting this issue and like seeing it coming out, like it was a big deal. So the bullet points here with this issue opens up with Mark. He's, been out for three days after being beat up by conquest eve's there at his side she's made some improvements she's rebuilt herself and all that kind of stuff so they get that moment like he thought he lost her there's that great moment between the two of them she talks about how she healed herself there was these mental blocks and everything and i'm going to put a pin in that because we forgot to mention at the beginning the invincible universe compendium one came out so 
That was a cool moment in issue 55 where she makes a callback to the tie-in comic that came out right before that about those mental blocks and how she got them and like yeah. learning that, 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 that is a thing. And so Kirkman kind of like, like retroactively was like, hey, hey, here's the thing. I'm setting this up. Hopefully you guys are reading this. So it makes sense mm-hmm. when I do it later on. Um, so that was a really cool thing. Cause I love tying all those little things in. We get a moment of DA working on the reanimate, the invincible universe reanimate from angstrom, the fight that happened with angstrom, like what, Five issues Five earlier. Issues like not even like 60. like six issues. Yeah, like like that just happened, and uh, so he's, wait, sorry, issue you 60. said this you, is fifty five. No wait, sixty five. Right, this is sixty five. I meant sorry. Okay, I, I, yeah. I wrote down the wrong number. But that's okay. it is definitely sixty five. Yeah. Um, sixty five. Yes, the uh, Angstrom Invincible Alternate Universes came in sixty. Uh, da Sinclair is working on like trying to turn them into Reanimen. We get a moment of that. Then we see. Uh, mark checking on conquest's body because he wanted to make sure he was dead and there's that moment with cecil is like oh yeah he's dead oh yeah he's dead and then you know we get a, a moment with mark and eve in the bedroom she takes his costume off and says it's folded nicely by the bed yeah. but it's like melting oozing melting, yeah and i always mm-hmm. thought that was the end of the issue like that was the big cliffhanger it's not that's like midway point so like her powers are on the fritz then we get Two pages. One side is Angstrom Levy talking to the technicians and then being like Levy. Angstrom Levy, thank you. Talking to the technicians <laughs> in one of like the three times we ever see them. And then like, mm-hmm. all right, we rebuilt your arm. Now it's time for you to do something for us. And then the other side of the the other page is Russ Livingston in the sewer with the sequids saying what, Bill? Soon. Soon. Close. Soon. Yes, he is saying essentially like it's it's almost time. <laughs> and then uh and then you 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 know, another page or so later, Cecil's talking to the head of Conquest, you know, or like not talking to it, but like looking at Conquest, who is encased in like a million tons of concrete and being like, Oh yeah, he's not gonna get out of here. As soon as he wakes up, we're gonna talk to him about where they what their plan is, mm-hmm. where they're from and what's happening and how to beat them. Um and then the issue ends with Mark talking to Oliver, being like, Eve's powers are on the fritz. We killed him, but he still took something from us. Sorry, you're right, TJ. I don't know why I skipped over that. I'm trying to follow my notes, and I skipped over entirely one of the biggest scenes. I'm going to come back to the end. But Rex's funeral. So we get to Rex's funeral, and it starts with Robot. The robot himself, like the suit, talking Talking about how, you know, uh, inspirational he was. He was his friend for the longest time and that he is de- has decided to take his name, which is something that we called back on. It was like issue like 27 or something like that way back, probably a little bit later than that. But when the in future, the, future, the future versions, yes, it was like 40. Yeah, it was actually like 42 or something. But anyways, and she says she calls him Rex. That never mm-hmm. made sense until this point. So Rudy takes his name. He's crying in, in his human form and telling Amanda that this is easier for him. Uh, I think we just lost Wyatt for a second. We lost Wyatt. But uh, we'll bring him back in a second. But uh, Or when he joins back in, I'll add him. Um, robots, or Rudy's talking about how he's crying and stuff and how it's easier for him to transmit this way. And Amanda says she loves him. Uh, then yeah. Eve goes up. She begins to talk and can't. So she breaks down, leaves. Mark comes up to her and is like, hey, like, you okay? And she's like, is it weird that, like, I loved, 
I loved Rex. He meant mm-hmm. so much to me. He was my first everything. And again, calling back that that issue that like Kirkman set up that they have a history together. Um, and then uh, Mark just being like, I'm just happy you're alive. But the issue ends with Mark saying that, um, you know, even though they killed Conquest, he still took something from from them. Uh, he took Eve's powers, essentially, because her powers were acting up. And it ends with Mark telling Oliver that you were right. Uh, if somebody comes to try and, you know, take something from me, I won't hesitate to kill them. So this mm-hmm. ends with Mark, like, and then a couple a lot issues in later. This issue. dude, yeah, a couple issues later, he kills Russ Livingston. This sets him on that path of being a hero is bullshit. Like, this is that moment that, like, kicks all this off. And it's an issue that we don't talk about that much. I mean, yeah, we talk about conquest, but, like, the direct ramifications and how much Robert Kirkman, like, packed into the the epilogue of all those story threads like hey yeah that was awesome right well here's all the things that are coming mm-hmm. so yeah that i remember I, I remember feeling really like at this point you love mark and eve together like it's 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 the cory and topanga right like yeah. nothing can and then the way that eve reacted to rex it like hurt it hurt like i felt jealous when she was saying all this stuff to mark like and and by him being the bigger man and saying like i listen i'm just happy that you're alive i'd be like i'd be like kind of mad but how would you react i don't know i just i remember feeling sick to my stomach when she was reacting that way and like saying how much she loved rex and like it's it hurt it hurt but i get it but i get it (laughs) tj yeah, there's just a lot in that issue, <laughs> and I, I mean, obviously the, the the thing that I called out was like him taking on Rex's name, and I did not like that at first. Really? When I first read it, I was like, oh, I really didn't like it because I was like, I kind of, I know he was doing it to honor him, but I kind of felt like it was like a dis, more of a disrespectful thing because it's like, dude, like you're, it, it, like you are taking on his name, but he was Rex. You know what I mean? Like now, now you're just like taking over for him. Yeah. And it kind of like diminished. You didn't want, you didn't want a Rex replacement. A new Rex. Yeah. At his funeral. Dude's yeah. like fresh on the ground. Yeah. But no, I, I, but I understand like why, why that was important and why it was an, um, uh, an homage more than, you know, it, what he, that's not where his intentions were. Mm-hmm. It's just how I took it, especially like 15 years ago when I read that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, it, it's a lot. A lot of story for a conclusion. Yeah, to, which makes sense. Uh, though. One of the wanna, biggest story arcs in in. Uh, you want to end your thing by kind of showing what's coming next and like kind of wrapping things up, mm. but also teasing what's coming. Like I get it, I get why, yeah. but like it was just like trying to think of something. I was like, you know what, mm. this would be a fun one to talk about. Yeah, so, yeah. it was a good one. Hmm. Indeed, issue sixty-five. Good job. So who's got issue the next 65. one then? It'll be one of you two. We'll decide off air. Okay. No, we gotta we gotta decide now. Did and we then decide we'll on your last time? We did. I think oh. we did. Yeah, I thought we it did. Was All right. Well, Bill, do you want to go next? Or you want me to go? Uh, I don't care. It. Whatever. Ryan, how about you hand it off? You decide. Yep. So it's like truth or dare. You have to pick the next but, one. But I mean, we're estab- we're establishing the rotation though. Yep. Oh, okay. So okay. so you because you decide be... the fate of the the rotation going forward. Just choose whichever friend you like the most. Oh, don't, don't, uh, no, here's why. Here's why. I'm going to say Bill. Yeah. Because, wow. Right. I'm going to say Bill. Right. Because I want. Oh, because I, I know. You don't need to explain. No, you don't need I to explain. I think I have a good explanation. <laughs> no, I have no, a good explanation. <laughs> no, we know. 
because TJ, you and I will overprepare, and we need a we need something in the middle. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's Ryan, right? You can tell Ryan had like his bullet points off to the screen, like he's reading everything. And I'm just, gonna, oh, of course. I, and yeah, it's you know be, I'm right, yeah. TJ. You know I'm right. We got to break it up. We're gonna be like getting Fuck ready you to guys. record. You're gonna be setting up to do the intro, and Bill's just gonna be like flipping through. Surprise, bitches! Bill, Bill, Bill Surprise. what issue no, are you I'm... bringing up? Um. <laughs> yeah. He's just what? got a dartboard with numbers. Yeah, sorry. I, I wish, Something I wish happened I could, with my internet. I wish I could prove you wrong. No, no, it's all good, Wyatt. We just wrapped up uh, Issue Spotlight. And again, just talking about how that issue was just a ton of stuff, just kind of wrapping yeah, up the end story. of Conquest, but also like showing what was coming next. Talked a bit about the funeral and Robot taking Rex's name and Eve talking about how much she loved Rex when they were younger and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, Mark being set on the path saying he's going to, he won't hesitate to kill somebody that yeah. gets in his way. And as you were of, going over it, it felt like that's the issue where they're like, we know we spent all this time on a big fight with conquest. Let's remind you of every other plot line yeah. that's happening yeah. in the yeah. book right now. So like, like I'm a, I'm a so sucker much. for, you know, like, you know, showing all the different things and showing all the threads, yeah. but also the callbacks to the other books and connective tissue and all that kind of stuff. So there was yeah. a lot of fun stuff in that issue to reread. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that. that all right, what's next? That. So one thing that we haven't done in a while that we figured we'd uh, we'd just touch on, we'll just go over some some other stuff. It's the other stuff show with the guys talking about, talking about stuff. Oh stuff. yeah, I've got an email to kick us off into this. This oh, comes from it. our friend, Mike Barrett. Oh, he says, Mike Barrett. Hi, guys. It's been a while since I wrote in, but I haven't missed an episode. Welcome, Wyatt. Like everyone else, Thanks. I'm super excited for season two, but I would also like to hear about what other shows, movies, and comics you've been absorbing recently. How did you like the new Spider-Man movie? Thoughts? Best animated film ever? Did you see Transformers? Did you hear Daniel Warren Johnson's next comic is going to be Transformers? <laughs> so hyped. <laughs> I also need to hear your thoughts on the Ted Lasso succession and Barry finales. And then he wants to talk about some upcoming stuff. So we're going to put a pin in this. I want to talk about the upcoming stuff because he makes a good point here. But want to do kind of a rapid fire on the things he asked? Sure. I'll go first. Really quick. Spider-Man, not as good as the first one. Still really good. Thought it had some pacing issues. I would rank it. If I gave Into the Spider-Verse 100%, I would give um, Across the Spider-Verse like an 80. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Transformers. I thought Transformers was... Um, surprisingly good. I really loved Bumblebee, and I really, really, really liked um, Noah and Mirage's relationship in this last Transformers movie. Did you watch uh, Ted Lasso Succession or Barry? I just started season three of Ted Lasso. I haven't even started Succession, and Barry I still need to catch up on as well. So, okay, don't have an opinion there. TJ? Succession was... Okay, Spider-Man. Uh, I kind of agree with Bill. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with Bill. I mean, the, the first one is great. There's just so much more in the second one. I'm not going to say it's better. I still definitely prefer the first one. Um, the second one is great, though. Um, starts out a little slow, and then it really picks up, and then it just, like, crushes you in the end. The ending is incredible. Um, really enjoyed it. A lot of really good, fun, um, fun action and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Transformers was next, right? Yep. Transformers was uh, better than I thought it was going to be because I thought it was going to be atrocious. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, the ending was was really cool too. Um, yeah, I liked it. Uh, like like Bill said, Mirage was great. Um, yep. Ted Lasso. Uh, I have not started season 
three yet. Uh, I typically only like binge one show at a time and I'm actually binging like kind of two right now. So I'm watching from because of Bill uh, and also uh, uh, Barry, which is the other one. So Barry, uh, I have two episodes left and I always describe Barry as being a show that I've never like absolutely loved. I've always loved the season finales because they, the season finales are insane. Mm -hmm. This is the first season that I'm like thoroughly enjoying, enjoying the season leading up to the finale. Like it's, this season is incredible so far succession. Fucking incredible. I love that show so much. Loved the ending. It was, could not have been more perfect and more deserving of each character on how they ended up. Loved it. What was the other one? That's it. That's it. You got it. Okay. Wyatt, hey, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, pretty much agree. It was fantastic. There, mm-hmm. I think there are some ways that it is better than the first. As a whole, I feel like I still like the first the best. Kind of wish that it wasn't a part one, part two of yeah. the new one. But I had a blast. It's visually incredible. Yep. Um, Transformers. I'm just copy and paste that. that. That's exactly what I was going to say. So copy and paste that. That's why I felt how I felt about Spider-Man as well. Transformers mm-hmm. I haven't seen yet. Ted Lasso, I'm like Bill, I think I started like one or two episodes of season three, but still need to finish. Uh, Succession is one of the best like written shows just HBO has ever put out, I feel like. And it's one of those shows that's like not, there's no crazy like action sequences. People aren't getting like shot up and stuff like that in the episodes, but it's so like devastating. Like it is just a, it's a fantastic, I am going to miss it a bunch now that it's gone. And then same with Barry. I was like so sad that both those shows ended on the same night because I was watching them like as they came out. Uh, I've loved Barry. I feel like each season leading up to this one has been better than the last. Like I've enjoyed it even more. And this season is wild and it is very unpredictable. And there's some crazy like twists that I did not see coming. But Mm -hmm. it's a very like unique show that makes me just really excited to see whatever Bill Hader does next because he directed I think every episode this season and all of them oh, were no. like oh my god did shocking. he really yeah Didn't I, I believe that. so wow. I could be getting that wrong but I remember mm-hmm. reading that he had directed every episode this season I didn't know it was every yeah. I knew he's I knew he directed one or two last season but yeah. I didn't know wow this yeah, season of fantastic. The, the, this I'm I'm not sure about the, the the final season of Barry I'd like to talk more about it off air um I'm not sure about it but uh it is uh I can see that. Like yeah. I, it, like it's I said, well it takes incredibly some very well big twists and turns oh, yeah. that I it, was it not sure to, about. It but... goes some different places. Yeah. Um, Transformers, I probably liked it the least out of uh, those of us that have seen it, the Rise of the Beasts or whatever. Uh, the end scene has a really great uh, action scene that most of it is in the trailer. Um, there's a great needle drop. Other than that, it was just mostly forgettable. Um, then uh, Ted Lasso uh, ended as it began. It was always a incredibly, annoyingly optimistic, perfect show. It was just so good and always just, man, so many times during this final season, a random episode in the middle of the season would end and we'd be like, that could have been a finale. That was just such a well-rounded story. Like the writers were just so incredible on that show and they they, they crushed it. I loved that show. That was amazing. Uh, and then Succession was great. It was very good. I was never the biggest fan of it. I mean, the first uh, few seasons or couple seasons or whatever it was were good. I liked them. They were okay. The writing's always been amazing. Um, I just was never in love with the characters as much. And I know you're not supposed to, but that kind of thing just doesn't go do much for me. But the finale and the final season were amazing. They were they really, really landed that plane. And anything else before I move on to the rest of the email? Uh, no, go ahead. So 
Mike Barrett continues, another thing to consider. Let's assume Invincible is released in September or October this year. And no, I don't have any inside knowledge of the actual date. I think we should take a look at the other content being released in those months and talk about how busy it will be watching and playing all of those things in those two months. Ryan, help out if I missed anything. Yeah, all of us help if there's anything else we missed here. And I have been thinking about this because obviously anytime something comes up, this affects me a lot because September, October is my like uh, Black Friday, like busy season of the year for me during harvest at the winery. And it is incredibly busy for me. Um, and so it's tough anytime things release in that date or in that time period. So anytime I see, oh, this is coming out in, you know, mid-September, I'm like, shit, you know. <laughs> so here's a list of things. Movies in September, October, Equalizer 3, Expendables 4, The Nun 2, The Creator, Five Night at Freddy's, Craven the Hunter, Saw 10, Killers of the Flower Moon, a Martin Scorsese movie. Not too many of there sure, for me. That, that, that movie looks that's incredible. The, that's the one where Brendan Fraser's in it. So he's yeah, in it with yeah. Leo. Um, yeah. That one is going to be I, one to look out for. I don't really care about the other ones, though. The other same. Ones don't do too yeah, much for me. Yeah, same. Uh, it's okay. So we're good. Yeah. The I think when it comes to the rest of the year, I have blinders on because I just don't care about other than Invincible. I don't care about anything except for Dune Two. I cannot wait for Dune Two. When is Dune Two? Oh, it's like I think it's November. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that'll still oh be. God. I could still dip into season two mm-hmm. territory, but good. It yeah. should be okay for. Well, again, we're assuming September October. Uh, Wheel of Time season two, The Continental, the John Wick universe yeah. is, is in oh, September. Boom. Uh, sure. Loki season two is going to be a thing. Yeah, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Lessons in chemistry, a Brie Larson Apple TV show. I don't know much about that one. Hmm. Uh, that's interesting. Hmm. Um, and then video games. Okay, Mortal Kombat one, Starfield, Lies of P, Spider Man two, Forza, uh, Motorsports, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Lords of the Fallen, Alone in the Dark, Gangs of Sherwood. Um, there's a few here. Spider-Man 2, obviously. Um, Lies yeah, of P looks really great. Starfield, oh, did you play the demo on... for Lies of P? No. There's a demo. There's a demo? Good. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, um, man. Alone in the Dark? What? What is, is is that a remake of? I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, Spider-Man, between Spider-Man 2, Starfield, Mortal Kombat 1, Lies of P, that's going to be a, that's going to be tight. Yeah. Games, games is where it's at. So. Spider-Man 2 was the only like really big one that I had been looking forward to and then this Starfield Direct that they just did with Xbox where they spent like 45 minutes showing all of the different systems it's like my dream game like just the idea just the like stuff they showed where you can build your own spaceship and customize it Half I would pay $70 just for that yeah. I would pay $70 and just play that for hours and hours. And there's a whole other game on top of that. Like not just uh, one. There's like, I know. Yeah. It's yeah. It's crazy. So this, this fall is going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. We're going to be, uh, it's going to be, it's all good things though. It's all good things. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I'm currently Indeed. replaying, um, uh, the first Spider-Man game just to get back into it. And it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remastered edition, uh, Wyatt, you've got an email for us too. Yeah. yeah, we we should have brought this up during uh, Void Rivals. That was my fault. I should have alluded to this. But uh, yeah, go for it, right, Wyatt. This is from Paul Giandinato, I think, is how you pronounce his last name. Sounds right. Apologies if I butchered that. Uh, he says, Welcome to the Invincible Podcast. We butcher every name. <laughs> he says, hi, I've been following your podcast for a while, and I'm so excited to see you talk about Void Rivals. I loved Kirkman's work for years. 
uh, for years now. And to see him tackle my favorite franchise of all time, Transformers, is so cool. cool. What are your thoughts awesome. on the robots in disguise being a part of this new IP? Do you have any favorite Transformers you want to see in this comic? And I think we've all kind of touched on that, that we don't necessarily have any you know connection to transformers but like i said i'm i'm excited to be sold on new characters like yeah cheetor yeah cheetor and starscream rat trap starscream uh who wait who was the raptor it's probably raptor or something shoot the raptor was cool in beast wars dinobot was it just dinobot it was it was dinobot yeah kind of weird but um but no he he was dude you remember dinobot he was a like fucking changing Predacon. sides and everything. Yeah, dude, he yeah. was. He was. Oh my god, yeah, so good. Beast Wars was cool. And then I mean, Beast Wars once, was awesome. Once like I I learned more and like saw the Michael Bay movies and everything. I always liked Starscream. And I like the idea of that like Weasley like second in command that was always trying to yeah. you know get rid of the get rid of the the one in charge and become the one in charge. Like I liked all that kind of stuff too. So he, he was, was and and to tie back to the eighties movie that we both watched, he was very funny in that way yeah. in that movie <laughs> of like there's one frame where Megatron's just like, you're an idiot, Starscream. <laughs> like he's yeah. just mean to him and terrible the whole time. It was I was laughing quite a bit at this. Uh yeah. Paul continues and says, lastly with an actual Void Rivals question, I feel like the twist at the end of issue one is setting up that the Agorians and Zertonians are actually the same species, but some sort of civil war divided them, and now they're pretending mm-hmm. to be two different species. What do you think? Thanks for taking the time to read this. Hope you have a great day. I uh, don't agree, except their foreheads were different. So I don't know yeah. if that's like a gender thing, or maybe it is a species thing, um, but there's definitely more... The gender thing is a good I note that I didn't sure. pick up on TJ. I assumed it was just a different something else, but maybe species, that yeah. is just that. No, I, don't know. I think I think it has to do with uh, the because Android was very like, no, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing this. I think that like you think Android that, knows. Yep. I think uh, that, yeah, that, I do too. I think that AI mm. or whatever that technology is is dividing them for a reason. But they're the masterminds behind it all. Interesting. They kept saying, like, you got it, you got to kill her now. I have issues from now that Handroid and like the AI that controls it is the ultimate bad guy would be really fucking cool. That Just to kind of go back to issue but one. But still be, like, has like a really good Steven. still has a really good sense of humor. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's neat. Yeah. So yeah. Very cool. Is that it for emails? Uh I think that's it. Yeah. That's it. I mean cool. was there anything else anybody else wanted to touch on before we wrap up the ep- episode? I think we've got a lot in this episode. So, yeah. 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 I mean, again, and I've, I'm going to keep saying it, we're releasing more sporadically now. So hit that subscribe button. Keep an eye out on our Twitter because we're going to be releasing a lot more cool stuff. Uh, some things with Lorenzo coming up, uh, or Lorenzo De Felici coming up. Uh, San Diego Comic Con is coming up. Things are happening and we're excited about them. So, um, yeah, hit that subscribe button and we will see you guys soon. That's right. I can't even say next month. It's gonna uh, soon. See you soon. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Okay. Okay, bye. 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 bye.